Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Saturday morning. Max, what's going on? Hey, happy Saturday. Uh, it's a uh, eventful sports weekend. Uh, we, we have, you know, all the major sports and playoffs going on. Uh, it, it, racing this weekend, too, right? Some, 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 yes, we, uh, we talked to NASCAR. Steve last night. Oh, yeah. And uh, horse racing. So hopefully, uh, hopefully, Arch will maybe, maybe bring some horse. It's been a while since we've had horse racing. We, we've had a couple of uh, uh, people join the show talking horse racing before. Um, and I know that it's something that you, Kind of enjoy doing, right? You enjoy betting the ponies sometimes. When right? I can find the time, I absolutely love it. Yes. So, uh, yeah, may- maybe Arch will uh, grace us with his horse knowledge. What's going on, Sex Panther? I remember we used to talk horse racing on the side, a little after show, shoot the shit about it. You've got some thoughts and algorithms and stuff, mm-hmm. but uh, I-, I enjoy the derby. I don't really watch horse racing um that much i'm going out of my way but i'm telling you anytime i see it in a bar or or the derby comes on i find it incredibly enjoyable it's like one of the you know two and a half minutes of your life it's just really good racing um looking forward to this one i'll actually be at the casino so i am interested to see what arch brings to the table because i probably will hazard a bet or two today on this derby you can you bet at the casino on horse racing there are you in indiana are you going to be out of the state Oh no! Um, yeah, you can bet in Indiana. Oh, nice! We, nice. Have, we have horse tracks here. Right, that's awesome. I knew you did have a horse track there. I just didn't know if you could bet at the casino or if you had to if you go you know off off track betting. I don't know if that was allowed. No, there. no, no. We got um, yeah, they've got a oh fuck is it FanDuel or DraftKings or they got something set up barstool set up inside the casino. Nice, nice. That's really cool. I love horse racing. If you get a chance, you should just go spend a day doing it. Max, I know you've done it a few times. It, it is a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah, no, no, and, and I grew up. Uh, I think I've, I've mentioned on the show before. I grew up. Uh, you know, we, we have the Meadowlands track over here. It's, it's harness racing, so it's a little bit different than mm-hmm. uh, than what a lot of the the public people are used to watching. It's it's a totally it's almost a totally different sport, really. Uh, but we also have uh, a Mammoth Track, uh, which isn't too far from here. That um, you know, it's it's more traditional horse racing there. Um, it's funny too. Is, you know, Arch, you are also known as being the uh, the quick witted person on the show. Uh, everyone is is always uh, always saying about your wit, and I know you wanted to say. It. I kind of heard a laugh when Panther was talking about two and a half exciting minutes of his life. Yes, yeah. yes I, I kind of heard the laugh come out. I, you, you restrained yourself, Arch. So I appreciate you letting the show go on without just just getting a joke for joke's sake. But I, I, I heard the laugh. I did. I try not to ruin the flow with a with a joke <laughs> about Sex Panthers two and a half minutes. Hey. It's it's not about you. It's about me. Okay. <laughs> exactly. I got mine. Oh yeah, I love horse racing. I told you someday when I return, make my triumphant return to America, I'm kind of like exiled, like Napoleon. When I come back, I'm gonna demand that I take over the you know take over as president, and we're gonna have fixed odds horse racing. That's my only platform. You sound like the brain. Like pinky in the brain you're the brain right now you're gonna take over the world that's it and people will jump on board because all i care about well first off this is not all you care about wait a minute wait, because we're gonna I get think, rid of rob manford replay, too replays are gonna be on the board yeah, yeah replay and baseball no yes <laughs> we're gonna put rob manford in leavenworth too just because <laughs> pretty much all the commissioners <laughs> <laughs> it's true I don't. Did you want to talk a little derpy? I don't have yeah, a whole yeah. lot. To, a couple to minutes, say. I think, is, is nice. And then if you if you have your any any all you know official picks or whatever you're going to do on, on any of the races, you'll probably post them in the uh, the book club later. But if you if you want to talk any, uh, I, th- I think it's it's 
I'm always interested. Again, like uh, I'm I'm a casual horse racing watcher. Same same thing as Panther. If it's, if it's on, if it's a big race, I'll watch it. But going to the I mean, going to the track a lot, it's a totally different fucking experience. It's so fucking fun. I mean, you get into it and you you know you're, you're betting there and you're drinking lots of gin, lots and lots of gin too much gin but you know you, you enjoy it's, it's an enjoyable experience so on on tv it's like you know yeah big race i'll, I'll definitely keep my eye on so what are you seeing so far in today's race arch you know let's look at it let's look at it like tears like uh you know there's a bunch of i don't think horses have any chances most of them are about 20 to 1 or higher just kind of throw a lot of those out um interestingly enough i i know Z- what zandon what was it Zandon. Zandon. He's a money line open at three to one. I put him in the no chance category too. I'm going to throw him out. I, I think you just want to avoid him. I think you look at four horses. Taiba, horse 12, Epicenter three, Modangle one, Messier six. I think, I think those are the four you want to look at. I've already put a bet. Uh, I actually use my bookie for Taiba and Epicenter. Just, you know, I kind of dutched to win either one of those horses. I think Modangle and Messier have a chance, but I think those are the two horses you want to focus on. Twelve and three. Those are, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say those those are the two horses. Taiba and Epicenter are uh, the odds-on favorites oh, at five to one. Okay. Um, but one so Messier is a seven to one. Modangle is a seven to one. Is it my experience? You know, I don't memorize this stuff, but it just feels like almost any time I watch a race, the favorite does not win. Um, so a lot of times I like to look at their second or third favorites. You were talking about Zandon. If he was a three to one, well, he's fallen all the way down to eight to one. Oh, he is. Okay. Yeah. So he has no chance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not so, no chance, but not a great chance. Yeah. He's, he's, he's not getting uh, much love from whoever sets these lines. So, uh, yeah, listen, I think I like from my experience, so limited compared to yours, but I think Messier and Moe, Donegal are the the two that I'd probably be looking at just because I feel like the favorites almost unless you get that one horse that is such the prohibitive favorite that nobody else has a chance in, in what looks like this could be a really live derby for a lot of horses. I'm probably not looking at the two favorites, you, you know, and, and Messier's jockey has won it three times before he's, he's won the Kentucky Derby three times before. So I think he, he you know. I, I think he, he 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 knows a thing or two about winning the Kentucky Derby. So uh, if if he does win, if Messier does win, then I'm just putting a futures bet on the Rangers right there. I'm, I'm, I'm like it's, it's fucking like kismet. It's a fucking cosmic power to say the Rangers are going to win the Stanley Cup if Messier wins the fucking Kentucky Derby. Who was the trainer that got blacklisted? Bob Bedford. Does he have any horse? Is he he's he's out right? There's no horses in in here. Uh, no, he has no horses here. Okay. Yeah, outside of Bob Baffert, I don't know. I, I I do. I agree with Max. Jockeys matter. I, I, if I'm going to bet on this, I'm going to get in and look at some of these jockeys. I knew a few of the names because they these guys seem to be around forever when they when they uh, jockey these horses. So if I recognize a couple of the names, I might jump on them. But uh, yeah, you get a jockey on a a favorite type horse like Messier. I'm, that's probably where I'm leaning. As far as your day to day horse race betting goes, yeah. It- I've talked to quite a few people and and it does seem to work out. If you can find a jockey who consistently kind of hits the money at the track and then you can see that the, the the track isn't exactly, uh, you know, they're kind of fading him usually hit him for like a show or a place, make a couple bucks that way. Right. Yeah. I I I think that's the point is if a jockey knows uh, the track really well, they're they're typically going to end up in in the top few places. 
right. might not you might not be guaranteed a win, but uh, yeah, I, I totally agree that that's you know something that even, even my dad used to say is he, he'd look at you know seeing how a you know a jockey would perform at a certain track um, and, and do you know a show or a place there. Um, you know, a couple of these guys have have like I mean even um, uh, uh, Joel uh, Rosario he's uh, um, he's the uh, jockey epicenter. for epicenter uh, he, he he's won I mean it's been a while I think it's been almost like eight, uh, nine nine ten years since he's won uh, the Derby and um, so I think a couple of these guys have won it before but just just seeing you know you you win it three or four times you know kind of like your odds to to maybe win it again and two Panthers point. I think the general rule of thumb is, and I'm just talking out of my ass slightly, is that the favorite wins about 30% of the time, 33% of the time. And that's why some people simply won't take a horse that is paying worse than, you know, two to one. They just won't do it. Yeah, I was, I think I was telling you this off air uh, last week. I was at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings and we were, they had horse racing on. And I saw a horse, I almost never see this, but it was like two to five. Right, just overwhelming <laughs> favorite, yeah. and it's fucking lost. Yeah, yeah. Finished, finished third. I was like, man, just I tell you, I don't, almost always. I've you know, never looked into it, but there are people that call them. They call that a bridge jumper. You place a bridge jumper bet. You take that two to five, and you place a, a show because you're guaranteed to make that dime back. <laughs> a dime. Yeah. <laughs> So, so also just real quick, a note of this. I don't know if you uh, um, saw this, but uh, Crown Pride. Uh, Japanese horse. It's a ja- Japanese bred horse. Um, is uh, the uh, the horse is the grandson of of Kentucky Derby winner um, Sunday Silence. So uh, it's interesting. It, you know, you typically don't see a lot of international horses that uh, that run in 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 the the Triple Crown races. Uh, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see how how that uh, translates, pun intended, uh, to this race. And it's is that is this his first race in America? I think so. I think it's his first race in America. Our our former fourth wheel hated stuff like that. Says it always takes him a few races to get into shape after a long distance travel like that. I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, moving on. Should we talk NBA? We got a couple of NBA games, right? Pair of them. Uh, some interesting stuff happened last night. Joel Embiid returned. As no one fucking saw coming, if you down MVP yesterday's episode, uh, my my rant about him being out. He should have been doubtful. Um, Sixers ended up winning that one. Uh, uh, man, uh, Dallas. Dallas, I hit that money line yesterday. So uh, go Dallas. A uh, couple of interesting games, of course, today. The series continued. Uh, Boston-Milwaukee. Um, now now heading to Milwaukee as the Bucks. They, they grabbed that home court advantage. They have the chance to you know, win the series now, right? They, they you know took one game in Boston. That's all they needed to do. But each game, man, has been just drastically fucking different from the other, right? Uh, game one saw the Celtics shooting like shit. Game game two, they're fucking unstoppable from from most of the game. Uh, game two also saw Boston finally contain Giannis for at least the first half of the game. He started breaking through their defense in the second half, but found a way to to frustrate Giannis. He had an off night or half a, half an off night in game two. So the question is, what the fuck does game three have in store? And the answer is simple. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> Any, anything could happen. This could be a close one. Each team could fucking win by double digits. I don't fucking know what happens here. My metrics say Milwaukee wins this one. I'm not going to bet them. So just a lean on the Bucks. 
You know, without Middleton, I think the Bucks are just a little bit behind here. I, I without Middleton, I do say that Boston to me is the better team uh, collectively, you know, including their bench. Um, you know, the game that they lost, they didn't shoot very well. And not hitting those three pointers definitely hurts them. But in this game, look, it's it's the same as we said about Milwaukee. They've got to get one. I expect them to come out strong and, and play really really tough defense. And just need Smart and Tatum to hit some of those threes, uh, and and Brown as well. So I, look, with a slight slight plus line, I'm it's it's not really a flyer. I mean this this is a really even matchup. Um, but I'm catching this a very slight plus line. So I'm going to put 10 bucks on the boys from C-Town. With the money line? Yeah, that's a money line. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to lean with you, Panther. I'm not going to do it. I'm leaning the Celtics with the points. But Max is right. Who knows? Who knows really what this, what this game is going to end up looking like? I honestly don't know. I'm going to lean the Celtics here. and That's about it. All right, game number two, Memphis Golden State. Uh, Steph Curry mentioned in, uh, I think, a post-game interview or an interview or something yesterday that the Warriors could be up 2-0 in the series. What he failed to mention is that they could also be down 2-0 in this series. Uh, Grizzlies have played the Warriors extremely fucking tough so far as the series shifts to San Francisco. Um, you know, John Morant, I think there was a video of him out partying, but whatever. He's, he wasn't at a strip club with with Jimmy James Harden. He was just out at a club. I'm sure he'll be fine. But uh, listen, they, him and his crew needs to play the best basketball if they expect to win the series. And they're going to be without one Dylan Brooks, who I think he was uh, doing some WWE tryouts in, in the last game. So he, <laughs> he's suspended for this one. Uh, and I think that, that takes a little bit of a hit to that team's depth, that depth that has gotten them here so far. Uh, Warriors lost 10 times at home this year. Mm. 10 times. One of those losses came to the Grizzlies. I'm not saying that they do it again, but I think the Grizzlies keep it close here. So a ten dollar bet with uh, with the points oh, on Memphis. Man. Taking the points, taking the points. Yeah, I don't. I don't get these points. You know, to to your point, they they could very easily be up two zero. Um, they're this is a young team that I don't think needs convincing that they belong. They're playing Golden State ridiculously tough. Seven points just seems ridiculously high. Uh, Golden State, you know, we know how good they are at home, and probably of those ten losses when they were all banged up, Steph missed some games. Uh, Draymond missed some games. They kind of went through a lull, but healthy. They're really, really tough at home. I just feel like seven points is way too many. So yeah, I'm with you, Max. Give me Memphis plus the seven. Oh boy, with Max taking the points. KOD, yeah, that's what it means. It means the Dubs win by 15. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the Grizzle too. Plus seven and a half. Seems like too many points. Absolutely agree. They're going to play them tough. They should play them tight. I have them not winning, but covering. So, yeah, kiss of death. And, you know, shout out to MVP Sex Panther for giving Max and I a, a win yesterday by oh, yeah. not giving Thank us you. a ki- kiss of death. Yeah, yeah, thanks. And and Luca and the Dallas Mavs appreciate it too, Panther. Right. You're all welcome. It's, it's, it's kind of what I'm trying to do. Is get da- I love Luca, so get Dallas in this series. <laughs> Eventually, the curse of Chris Paul is going to help them out anyway, Panther. So, I don't think you have to worry, right? Uh, let's take a quick break. Let's Let's talk about the book club. 
I alluded to it before, Arch will be making his, uh, well, I'm putting him on the spot now. He hasn't committed to this, but I believe he will be making his horse racing picks over in the book club uh, later today before the race starts. Uh, what is the book club? It's it's our hangout, right? It's a place that we we talk uh, sports betting on the side throughout the day, uh, in-game, li- like as the game's going on, live betting opportunities, things that we're seeing. Uh, and then just having some fun, spicy memes and 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 whatever bullshit news happens. Uh, it's a really great group of guys. You can join by heading to our Patreon link in the description. Book it over to the book club. That's right. You can wake up getting a panic attack too by just looking at the book club, glancing at it, and seeing minus <laughs> one, but minus two hundred, minus one nineties, and shit like that. And it's like, what the? Okay, I'm in the book club right now, talking to Kyle. Like, what the fuck does JoJo Hans mean? Did I miss something? That's what that means. I believe it's Joel Embiid. Oh, never heard that. Maybe. Well, he, he's he's a Sixers fan, so I'm sure he's excited that the Sixers aren't getting oh, swept. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a Sixers he was, fan, he... so he's functionally illiterate too. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's how he thinks Joel Embiid is spelt. <laughs> oh God damn it! Hockey. Hockey, hockey, yeah. I hit on that Bruins game yesterday, uh, and uh, it might be the only game the Bruins get in that series. And speaking of possibly the only game a team might get in a series, can we talk about Washington and Florida to kick things off? Um, Panthers, of course, bounce back in game two, and I think they're going to look to put the foot on the jugular of the Capitals today. Washington, listen, they've got a chance to prove themselves. They got they have, they have a chance to prove that game one was not a fluke, but if you ask me... Which you didn't, but I'm going to tell you anyway, it was a fluke. You look at the Capitals in the second half of the season. They slipped pretty much across the board down to about 19th in almost every statistical category. And the only category that they end up still being somewhat good at was goals against. They ranked 12th, tied with the Panthers. Now, Florida, on the other end, uh, number one in goals per game. Number one in shots per game, number one in high danger shots per game, number one in expected goals per game, and even their luck factor, they were slightly unluckier than Washington when it comes to the PDO. So my feeling is that Florida, they were complacent in game one. I think they win the rest of this series. It starts today, $10 bet on the Panthers. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I like Florida. I like Florida a lot. I just don't like Florida minus 200, especially on the road. So I'll lean on all things Panthers, but. Uh, yeah, I'm not even Michigan. Team. Yeah, we don't say the M word. I think the P words. I think the P words win. I, don't, I even at the minus one ninety five. I don't think you have too much to worry about. Just jump on it. Just make it quick and easy. We have five bucks back. All right, P word. What what are you betting on in hockey? I got two here. Let's look at the right. Rangers at the Penguins. I think this is gonna be a fun series. I could see this going seven. Pittsburgh goes home now. And uh, look, they were really, really good at home all season long. I'm catching uh, the slightest of plus lines. So uh, that's where the value is for me. Give me Pittsburgh for 10 bucks. Hard to disagree. I have I have Pittsburgh winning this one, kind of, sort of. Uh, looking at uh, the line movement, looking at the money, nothing too crazy. It does seem to be indicating that you know the money's hitting the Rangers and the, it's getting a little bit worse for them, but nothing nothing to like scream about there. Uh, I do think that there's probably a little bit of value on Pittsburgh. Um, the, uh, the only primary issue i have with the penguins you know is is their goaltending situation right now uh they just they just lost to smith he's he's done for the playoffs so now it's between uh, a banged up uh, tristan jerry and a third stringer uh and and you're going to put them up, up against igor shesterkin 
who again, I know he, he fucking, had, you know, he's probably still tired from 79 saves in the first game, but I think the Rangers, uh, you know, goaltending is going to push them through this series. Uh, I'm going to lean the Rangers in this one, even though I do have the Penguins statistically winning it. Uh, I think the Rangers do pull out the win. I'm with you, Panther. I'm going to jump on Pittsburgh with you. I think there's a little bit of value there. I, I think that's, that's a nice, nice side to be on. All right, I got one more value play, and, and I like my chances here. We're going to look at Calgary going to Dallas. Dallas, I guess surprisingly, went into Calgary and stole one. But when you look at Calgary's recency, they got shut out by Dallas the last game. They won one to nothing the first game. End of the season, they scored one goal at Winnipeg, two goals at Minnesota. This is a team that's really struggling to get any offense going. And now they're going on the road, going to a Dallas team that was 27-10-4 at home. I Just the recess says Calgary's flaming out, pun intended. Uh, give me the plus line with Dallas for 10 bucks. Yeah, I mean, if you look at just just recency, it's it's hard to disagree with you. If you look at the course of the entire season, you got to remember that Calgary kind of went through this already. <laughs> like they, they they were the best team in hockey for a large stretch, and their offense was unstoppable. And then they fucking just fell off the face. It, it, it kind of looked like that graph of the Phillies and Mets game just fucking fell right off the goddamn face of the planet. And then they bounced back up and and showed that their offense is really great. But you're right though; they're in a slump right now. When that kind of ends. Hopefully it's it's it for them for their sake. It ends soon because if not, they'll find themselves out of the playoffs. Uh, hard to argue that that Dallas, um, you know, with the plus line isn't a value play. But I just I believe in this Calgary team. I do have a futures bet on them because I, I you know I do think that their offense is going to wake up and, and start producing. And you know Dallas is tough to beat at home, so I can't bet it. But a lean on the Flames. I can't I, I I can't disagree with anything you said, Panther. I think Calgary probably does win. But Jesus Christ, they're minus 160, 65, 70 in that range. There's Too no high. way. There's no way. There's no way I'm going to give Calgary a 61% chance to win this game over Dallas. I think you're on the value 100%. That's all I got for hockey. So let's go over to baseball. All right. I got a few baseball games. Uh, we'll start off with St. Louis, San Francisco. Uh, near elite Stephen Matt's going to take the mound against Logan Webb. Uh, St. Louis aims to increase their winning streak. Uh, last two games, uh, last two wins have come at the expense of the Giants, who are mired in a five game losing streak. Uh, both these starters, three and one. Matt's coming off of a fucking gem of a performance, his last one out, while Webb is kind of coming off of three straight mediocre starts. But I like Logan Webb. I expect him to get things right. I think he gets things right today. And I also think the Giants offense remembers that, you know, they need to hit the ball. They hit the ball, score runs, hit, score, Giants offense. Just remember that. Uh, $10 bet on San Francisco. I cannot uh, bet San Francisco at minus 145. This is a team mired in a really bad slump. Great. You know, they're, they're playing decent competition, but they lost the two to the Dodgers, only scored two runs in those two games and now they've only scored three runs total in the two games against st louis um I, I need them to get out of their slump before i can even look their way again even as much as i love logan webb i gotta lean st louis here with that plus line i like this play i know it is minus 148 it's a little chalky but i do have the giants winning this game and covering so i'm gonna follow you i'm gonna put 10 bucks on the giants as well all right cool uh moving on for me a team that arch loves is the miami marlins right <laughs> yeah i love them 
uh, you know, they had been overperforming for that stretch of time, and now they've kind of fell down to earth. They've lost six in a row. Uh, but they've, they've managed to keep the last two close with the Padres, and I think that there's some value to jump on the fish here today to scratch out a win. Uh, Pablo Lopez is going to take them out, looking to shake off a somewhat rough performance against the Diamondbacks, his last go. Uh, Sean Manea has kind of been hit hard over his last two outings, and while the Marlins offense, we've been saying, they, they don't really have the bats to do a ton of damage against them, I think that they actually do enough uh, – to, to knock him out of the game early. And, and, you know, honestly, the Padres offense has not been hitting even as well as Miami's is. So uh, I, I anticipate a low scoring one. I anticipate a close one, but I think the fish grabbed the win in this one, $10 bet on Miami. You know, I think this is where you need veteran leadership in the dugout and they really don't have it because the Marlins are such a young team. But when you look at this losing streak that they've had, every single game has been one run. They, they just they got to learn how to finish games, how to win the close games. The Padres, conversely, they've won, what, four of their last five. Three of those were one-run games. Like So they're winning the close games. They have that veteran leadership. Um, I expect another close game. You look at the stats. I mean, the Marlins can go toe-to-toe with the Fathers. They're just not getting over that hump. I'm going to lean San Diego, but this wasn't a game I was on. Yeah, I'm going to lean San Diego in this one, too, just because, you know, fuck the fish. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. I'm done. I think we have a song about that. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Last one up for me, Tampa Bay, Seattle. Uh, Mariners have lost five in a row. The Rays have won five in a row. So will it get to six and six? I say Yes, yes, it does. Uh, Seattle has managed to keep the last two close, uh, but with Marco Gonzalez on the mound, I think they might be coming from behind <laughs> if they wanted this one to be close. Uh, Drew Rasmussen on the other side has had a very, very solid start to the season for the Rays, and, and he's kind of been that stabilizing force in the rotation. Uh, don't look now. Listen, Tampa's only two games back from the Yankees in the AL East. That Yankees team that won 11 games in a row, Tampa Bay is only two games behind them. They've leapfrogged. Uh, the uh, Blue Jays. So rumors of the Rays demise may have been a bit premature, much like the two and a half minutes we were talking about earlier in the show. <laughs> Tampa eight and three on the road this year. Uh, maybe they get even closer to the Yankees today. $10 bet on the Rays. I'm still not ready to drink the Rays Kool-Aid. It's cute and adorable when you go on a nice little winning streak playing Oakland and Seattle, two teams we don't like at all. Uh, to your point on Marco Gonzalez, he's given up six home runs already this season. Uh, probably likely that the Rays get get a hold of him again. I like the Rays, just not enough to bet it. So a lean on Tampa. Yeah, I think the Rays take care of business. Uh, what are they minus one thirty four in that range? Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Let's do it. I'll jump on it with you. Ten bucks on the Rays. <clears throat> That's it for me. And those are the games I think we'll, might actually play today oh, because boy. they're not fucking. Uh, yeah, it's still raining here in Jersey. So I don't know if any of the Mets or fucking Phillies games or any of the shit on the East Coast ends up getting played. I, I, I'm assuming that the maybe the weather has moved its way uh, from from your neck of the woods, Panther. So maybe those Cubs and Reds games actually do fucking play today. But uh, I, I, that's the, the, those are the only games I think, you know, I'm going to uh, end up betting on because it's going to be a clusterfuck with double headers and whatnot. What do you got? Well, speaking of the Reds, I do expect them to play today. They've got a doubleheader on tap. We're going to look at game one. Pittsburgh came to town, just didn't do anything yesterday. Uh, taking on Cincinnati, the game one, you've got JT Brubaker going against Connor Overton. Uh, Overton, you know, 1.69 ERA in his first start. Didn't give up any home runs, two walks. Uh, pitched well. I think, you know, as a rookie, 
he just doesn't it'd be easy just to kind of let this thing slide over and go out here and earn your spot on the team. Brubaker has been in Pittsburgh for a while and he's never been really any good. I don't know how they keep trucking him out there. Look, Cincinnati's not going to lose them all. And I think this is the one that they're going to get. So I I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud, but 10 bucks on the Reds. I think you need more money. I, I'm sorry. I'm the Panther. To, for this Reds team, I think you need a bigger payout than that. Um, if this wasn't a doubleheader, I'd probably be betting the, the, the Pirates in this one. I, I like Pittsburgh to win this game one. I just I don't bet on doubleheaders. It never really goes well for me. So a lean on the Pirates. So what's up with this line? Do we know? Does anybody know? Because Action and Vegas Insider both have it listed with the Reds getting a phenomenal opening line. It's got to be a typo, right? Or is this thing really moved 75 cents? Or less, or less. Okay, so here's what was supposed to happen. Nick Lodola was supposed to start today. So I don't know if they had the line out based on Lodolo starting and they switched it because Overton started. I'm not sure if the, there was a pitching change, but still the Reds at minus anything. <laughs> Honestly, seems like uh, Vegas needs to overcorrect. Yeah, well, they certainly did. Max, did you ever find an answer to that, or no? I no, I'm, I, I, I was uh, after the show. I'm gonna actually go search and, oh, okay. and I'll post in the book club what I find. Okay, I think I it's only plus one hundred five, but fuck it, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna take a piece of the Reds as well. Let's go D spin. Let's do it. Let's jump off this cliff with Sex Panther. Give me the Reds for eleven bucks. We're going. We're dying. I can't believe we're doing the Reds. Fuck. Gonna get worse. Uh, next game up for me. I can't believe Max did three games and wasn't on. I'm on seven. We we're not even in agreement on anything. Let's look at Oakland going to Minnesota. Minnesota's been kind of pissing me off, especially that series against uh, Baltimore. Then they won yesterday, two to one, low scoring game. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. That was that was my contrib- contribution to the DGen parlay. Bay, Bay, thank you very much. Uh, let's see if we can contribute today. Oakland. I mean. The record says they're not Cincinnati bad, but they're probably Cincinnati bad. This, they, they lost two to one, three to zero, ten to seven. That was ten innings. Six to one, seven to three. Like them putting up seven runs in a game, we'll call that a mirage. This team's actually really, really bad. Minnesota should take care of business. I'm run lining the Twinkies. Ten bucks on Minnesota. By the awesome. way, it me about plus one hundred. Okay, I was going to say moral support. Uh, I'm going to lean the Twins with you. I don't know about the money line. Uh, I think they win. It's a little too chalky for me. So just a lean on Minnesota. It is chalky as shit, but uh, even at the minus 190, I do think the Twins handle the athletics. The A's are kind of becoming the team we all thought they were going to be at the mm-hmm. beginning of the season. They started off hot, but now reality is slowly catching up to them. See, this is unlike hockey. Reality does catch up to a team eventually in baseball. So 11 bucks on the Twins. Uh, next game up for me we're gonna look at the Mets and the Phillies we're gonna try this again we still have that superb matchup Max Scherzer going against Kyle Gibson the line looks like it moved a nickel Um, I'm seeing it minus 150 now there's nothing really to add here other than the fact that it's it's Max Scherzer I'm Max is pitching. I'm betting him. We ten bucks on the Metropolitans. Yeah, same thing. Moral support. Uh, let's see if this game actually gets played. As as I mentioned, the the weather in this area is still pretty rainy and shitty. But uh, maybe it clears up. Uh, but by the time uh, this game starts, uh, yeah, in Max, I trust. Lean on the Mets. All right, I'm going to jump on this with you, Sex Panther. I I think the Mets only minus one forty one one in that range. I think that's a that's a solid play. 
So I'm going to follow you, brand name Panther, and jump on the Mets, 11 bucks. <laughs> have so many names. Uh, next game up, we're going to look at the uh, Battle of the Colored Sox. The White Sox are taking on the Red Sox. The White Sox are winning, and the Red Sox are not. The White Sox have the pitching advantage here with Dylan Cease on the mound going against 0-4 Nick Pavetta. Um, Chicago's starting to play better, starting to become that team we kind of thought they would be in spite of their manager. And Boston kind of is who I thought they would be. There's, this is not a very good team. Uh, so only minus 125. Maybe you can find me better. I had it at 115 an hour ago. Uh, 10 bucks on the White Sox. Yeah, moral support lean here. Uh, the the Red Sox continue to be probably my biggest blind spot in all of baseball. Um, I you know I, I whiffed on them again yesterday, and and I'm probably going to be off betting them for a while. So uh, yeah, I think the White Sox get it done again today. A lean on Chicago. You're a Mets guy. The Red Sox aren't supposed to fuck with you. I know, I know. It's uh, <laughs> it's 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 like the the curse of Buckner coming back and fucking get me in sports betting. Uh, I'm going to lean the White Sox here. I'm not going to bet this game. I don't like anything about this game. All right. We'll see if you like this game since it's your team. Kansas City is in Baltimore uh, coming off that 10 nothing beatdown from the Cardinals. The Royals lost four of their last five. Three of those were shutouts. Like this team cannot score to save their life. Going against a Baltimore team that you guys don't I don't like them, but I don't look. You guys like them a little bit more than me, but I definitely like them against Kansas City. So, yeah, give me 10 bucks on Baltimore. It's not like I like like them. I just like them, right? I'm not going to pass them a note in fucking you know, third <laughs> period to say Orioles, yes, no, maybe. Um, I do think that they win today, though. Uh, more support lean on the Orioles. I'm going to lean the Royals in this one. Uh <laughs> I don't like that. It's just a gut feeling. I think they're, they're going to keep it close. They got a chance to win one here. All right, next game up then, Milwaukee at Atlanta. This should be a hell of a game. Uh, I think these are two even teams. The line suggests it's even. Corbin Burns off to a good start. Max Freed off to a pretty good start as well. So we got a great pitching matchup. The thing is, Milwaukee is playing offensively way better, putting up gigantic runs. They've scored six or more runs in their last four games, albeit three-game series against the Reds. Come on. (laughs) Uh, But they did put up six against the Braves in game one yesterday. Um, Braves still kind of, I mean, they're there, right? They're just kind of playing, but still the offense is still struggling to put it together. I like Milwaukee here with Burns on the mound. Ten bucks on the Brew Crew. I like Milwaukee too. I I did want to bet this one. I did want to bet the Brewers, but another team that I have a blind spot on. And just seeing the line movement, uh, the money is just absolutely hammering the Brewers right now. The line's gotten a little bit better for them. It was uh, between that and my my bad history of betting the Brewers this season was enough to uh, you know spook me out of this one. So just a more sport lean on Milwaukee. Yeah, leaning Milwaukee with you as well. Not a game I'm really interested in. All right, last game for me. Colorado Rockies at the Arizona Diamondbacks. You know, we talked about this a couple days ago. So now actually every single team in the NL West is above 500. Not just at 500, above 500. And I think that continues today with Arizona being at home. Colorado, for whatever reason, just has not been. I mean, last year they were on the verge of setting a record for losses on the road. They're not as bad this year, but they're still not great on the road. Uh, I like the Diamondbacks at home, so give me uh, 10 bucks on Arizona. 
you allude to uh, a lot of your nicknames and, and Sharp Panther is one of them. And this might be one of your sharpest plays on the day. Uh, I missed this one earlier and I'm not going to doom you on the show, but I really like the Diamondbacks in this one. Uh, lots and lots of moral support here on Arizona. Yeah, I'm leaning Arizona here in this one as well. Just not a, not a game I'd really circled as something I was going to bet. Max and I covered 10 games. Did we leave anything left for you, Arch? I got one left. <laughs> I've already taken the Reds, so I'm going to jump with both feet, and I'm looking at the other team I'd like to talk about. Uh, the Nationals are playing the Angels. Oof. I like the Nationals with that plus 148. Mm. I think one of these teams is going to hit. I think the Reds are going to win or the Nationals are going to win. So these bets are kind of tied together. Give me 11 bucks on the Nats. Could be both. It could be both. Uh, I, I don't hate that Nationals play. I really don't. They play really well on the road. Uh, they, they hit well on the road. This could be a fucking slugfest. I, I might even eye the over in this one. Uh, if you head over to the book club, I know we talk totals over there. So, uh, man, it's hard to argue. Uh, I do have the Angels winning this one. So I'll say a lean on the Angels, but tons of value on the Nationals there. You know, I actually really, really like the Angels here. I like Michael Lorenzen. Um, looks like he might be the number three guy now in that rotation. But Josiah Gray, a kind of a guy that I beat up on for a while, coming over from the Dodgers uh, in that Max Scherzer deal. Um, but the, the Nationals have nine wins, and Josiah Gray has three of them. And that was enough to scare me off of this game. So it was a little too much chalk on the Angels. I think the Nats have a chance here. Uh, I'll lean the boys from Anaheim. All right. Iceberg says Baltimore money line. He says Rockies run line plus one and a half. He and hates me. He fucking hates me. <laughs> and stay off the Mets game like you told me yesterday. Max is going to lose soon. Not Maybe not you, but not me. I mean, I'm always losing. It's the Phillies. <laughs> They're terrible. <laughs> Come on, Arch. This is going long. It is really going long. We talked about Kentucky Derby. We talked about basketball baseball hockey that is it that is it download the dgens app for android ios listen anything but our picks your picks anyone's picks over on twitter at betting absolute no matter where you listen please highest rating come subscribe download and listen to every single episode panther we might be in a disagreement in this one i don't know if you bet it but my lock of the day is the san francisco giants san francisco giants for you arch what do you like um be the nationals uh, I was accused of having the sharpest play of the day, so I will take those Arizona Diamondbacks. If you guys hit yours, well, no, San Francisco's at home, too, so two late games. We'll have to wait and see if the parlay hits very, very late in the day. Um, Max, did you already close us out? Take us home, Panther. Well, fuck. Breeze right through that. Uh, yeah, we're on Facebook, Twitter. Mostly it's the book club. Fuck, we're on the book club this morning. We're doing the podcast, and I'm shooting the shit with Kyle. Iceberg's in there. Everybody's in there. Just... Get in there, call us out by name, we'll holler right back, but most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today when it's all said and done, kids, it's all, make some money, fools! Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.